Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. See, David wasn't freaked out by this. He was comforted. He was reassured. He recognized that even though I'm not always aware of his presence, he's always aware of me. He never sleeps. When, when I'm sound asleep in the middle of the night, he's watching. He's with me. We may feel alone as we journey through this fallen world. It may feel like God is far away and we are just expected to figure things out on our own. But Pastor Robert reminds us in today's message that that's simply not true. No matter what, no matter when, no matter where, God is always with us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Now it goes on to say, it's like that was a real wake up for Nathaniel. You know, all of a sudden he's, he's like, oh, shoot, you really are who Philip said you were. There was a recognition all of, all of a sudden. Listen, we need that recognition. He sees you. David understood it. King David wrote in Psalm 139, oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought uh, far off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. See, David wasn't freaked out by this. He was comforted. He was reassured. He recognized that even though I'm not always aware of his presence, he's always aware of me. He never sleeps. When, when I'm sound asleep in the middle of the night, he's watching. He's with me. Wherever I am, wherever I go, whatever I'm doing, his presence is with, he's with me. Even in those moments when you feel all alone and isolated and depressed, he's right there in your midst. Learn to look to him. Learn to let him lead you. As chapter 2 continues, Jesus says to the Ephesian messenger and to the church, he says, I know your works, your labor, your patience, 
and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Now, guys, we, it's so important. We dare not miss what Jesus says here. The Christians of Ephesus had labored to the point of exhaustion for Jesus. He says, I see it. I see it. I see how hard you've worked. I see the way you've, you've been diligent. You've given yourself to serving me. I see the way you've been committed to truth and you've been committed to living godly lives. You know, I love the fact that Jesus in this passage right here commends them for calling liars liars. You know, in our modern Christianity, we're afraid to do that. We might hurt somebody's feelings. And of course, Jesus would, he would, Jesus would never do that. I mean, he's because he's all about love. Well, think that through with me for just a second. Right here it says, he commended the Ephesians because they called lying preachers, lying preachers. And, and, and what if, now, what if you came to me and you said, hey, pastor, you know, I, I really need a good mechanic. And one of the guys was telling me about this guy over in, and I happen to know the guy's a total crook. He will steal you blind. I know that for a fact because he's done it to me repeatedly. You know what I'm saying? I know this. And I say to you, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Sounds good. Yeah, really nice guy. Go for it. How would you feel about me as your pastor? No, you wouldn't like that very much, right? Why not? Because I should have said something. I mean, you're my pastor. You're supposed to tell me the truth. Isn't that kind of what you'd be thinking? Of course it is. If my son comes to me and he has a question about someone, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a plumber, maybe it's a mechanic, maybe whatever the case, I have, a, I have a duty. Love obligates me to tell him the truth about evil, right? Jesus commended them for having discernment. He commended them for persevering in, in spite of devastating opposition. But then he calls them out again because he loves them. He says, I have this one thing against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. I love that. You know, it's like he, he bookends it. He, he comes back and, and he gives them this promise. Just, just hang in there. Just hang in there. You're not done yet. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life. And, and he commends them one more time. He, he's like, you know, I appreciate the fact that, that you hate the same things I hate. You, you hate the deeds of these Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Now, now, we don't really know too much about the Nicolaitans. One of the early church leaders called Irenaeus wrote about a, uh, it was like a cult group that was formed by a man named Nicholas. Nicholas was named in Acts chapter 6 as one of the deacons appointed by the apostles to serve. And Irenaeus said, Nicholas went off the rails. Nicholas got weird. You understand, you understand that happens sometimes? That's why it's so important that, that you read your Bibles, that you know what your Bible says. Because it happens, you know. 
pastors, leaders that follow Jesus faithfully for years and years and years, and then it's like they lose their minds, and they go completely off on some tangent and get totally weird with their doctrine. And you need to know what the Bible says. You need to know what's true. Apparently, this guy Nicholas went off the rails, and he took a bunch of people with him. And it's been suggested that they were teaching some heretical, legalistic, oppressive, you know, kind of, kind of a doctrine where they controlled people's lives. We've seen it happen throughout church history, you know, where um, a leader or a group of leaders, all of a sudden, you know, they, they come up with this stuff like you need the pastor's permission before you make any kind of decision about your life. And they call it accountability or they call it this or whatever. And controlling, the, the, the word Nicolaitan means to conquer. And, and it's believed that this guy took that kind of doctrinal line, you know, that, that he took accountability to, to such a degree that he started demanding it. So, you know, if, if you want to buy a house, well, you need to talk to me first. You need to talk to the pastor first. If you want to do this, you need to talk to the pastor first. If you want to do that, you need to talk to the pastor first. And he, he got really controlling. And Jesus says, I, I hate that. And you do too. And that's a good thing. That's, that's what, again, we think the Nicolaitans were all about. But whatever the case, Jesus once again commends the Ephesians for rejecting evil conduct, but he calls them to repentance over the issue of love. And he tells them that unless they repent, he would come quickly and remove their lampstand from its place. Now, I don't, I don't think that's an issue of them losing their salvation. I think it's an issue of them losing their impact, losing their light in their community, losing their reward even. You know, it's such a heartbreaking thing when you see a, a Christian leader throw everything away, lose their reward over some temporal pleasure or, or whatever. And I, I think it's that kind of thing that Jesus was confronting here. You know, it seems that this was a strong church. I mean, they had a lot going on. They, they, they were doing almost everything right. But he said, you've left your first love. These people were diligent about doctrine, but they neglected Jesus. They, they kind of left him behind in their pursuits. They were still doing all the stuff. The book of Revelation is filled with pictures and metaphors and can be utterly confusing at times. We are so glad Pastor Robert has jumped into this book with us, untangling the mysteries and sharing the truth that Jesus is going to return one day. Pastor Robert and all of us here at Main Thing Radio would like to urge you to take the message of the gospel out into the world. The only way to avoid the judgment we're learning about in Revelation is to know and follow Jesus and allow Him to rescue us from it. Everyone needs to hear this message and we're the ones who can tell them. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. If you'd like to hear this teaching again, we'd encourage you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. There you can also subscribe to our podcast, and here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. 
From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. And thank you for listening today to Main Thing Radio.